Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on the Sunday morning at 9.30 Every Sunday morning on your AM dial, 8.55am, 3CR Community Radio. And we've got a great show for you this morning, or you'll be the judge of that, but uh, I'll introduce the gang here for a start, and then we've got a bit of sad news to start off. We've got Campo as usual. Good morning, lads. And we've brought, we've dusted off Dave Noonan, the uh, uh, the National Secretary of the CFMU. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I, I, I'm good, thanks, Gorilla. It's good to see you, my silverback friend. <laughs> oh, we're going down that road. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> You've gone too early, though. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, we have got some very... Plenty more, it's plenty more. We have got some very sad uh, news yeah. to start off with. We only just found out, so excuse us, we've got no details or anything, but Leo McDonald, uh, an absolute... Uh, Legend of the of the construction industry, uh, the, the the MUA, uh, the painters and dockers. Leo McDonald passed away this morning. Uh, he's been pretty ill for a while, and um, uh, look, it's just sad news, uh, Dave. And uh, unfortunately, uh, he, he, what he did for a lot of the people, you know, every time someone was in hard times, Leo was at the front of the cause, raising money for uh, for the. Uh, families and all that, and uh, he'll be a great loss to the trade trade unions, not just the MUA or painters and dockers, or, but but everyone. He was a wonderful character, one of the old Melbourne characters, and uh, the number of people who are in hard times that he helped, uh, you could not count. Exactly. So look, uh, we'll get more details. We'll give a bit of a tribute to him uh, next next uh, next week. But to, to the McDonald family, Leo's family, uh, our condolences from the Concrete Gang. Vale, Vale, uh, Leo. Vale, Leo, yeah. All right, uh, so it's a bit of a sad way to start, but anyway, um, and Dave, we've brought uh, Dave Noon on today because Dave's announced his re- his retirement, and um, 
well, first of all, we might as well we'll deal with that. Dave, and um, it's coming up next year, your retirement. We've got a replacement, and um, we want to know a little bit about your history, Dave. We, we, you know, let's let's go back a few years. We want to know where you started, and uh, and then I'll, I'll interfere and tell all the horrible stories. All right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I really started uh, on in commercial building sites. Um, in Melbourne, about 1985, I moved over from Perth and I worked for a, uh, a small builder called RJ Grills. Um, and then I worked around uh, lots and lots of small jobs. We had uh, we did schools, hospitals, you know, old people's homes. Did a synagogue in East St Kilda, uh, quite a few different jobs and uh, ended up working on um, on the South Yarra project, which was, uh, well, really Costain's uh, management. And, um, you know, that was that time in the mid-80s. It was a very, very volatile time in the industry. Deregistration. Um, deregistration. Uh, we saw uh, a lot of, uh, lot of infighting between unions. Um, but coming out of that, uh, we also saw um, struggle for a lot of conditions. I think super had just come in when I started in the industry. But we managed to improve it a lot. Uh, we won uh, the, the Green, Green Book. Book. The Green Book, which people... <laughs> People talk about now, but that, that, that was the start of Incolink and redundancy. That was also establishing decent safety amenities. Yes. Um, milk, side, milk, side allowance. Side allowance was, was established through that. Even things like milk, coffee, tea and sugar. You know, you used to have to argue for it job by job. That said, it was a right. Decent first aid facilities, you know. Uh, we should stopping have all- people walking levels, you know. Yep. You to, there we was should, no we, rules on that. We should have always kept that in the agreement, so, like an appendix. The Green Book could have been an appendix in the agreement. But anyway, that's Yeah, oh, back. it was a wonderful document. It yeah. was worth the struggle. And it, a lot of the conditions that are in the EBAs and established in the industry now were won through the Green Book. So sort of even while we were, we were blowing and fighting, Longy, there was still uh, a drive forward. But I think when the unions finally united and buried the... Uh, the bitterness of the deregistration, that was um, a great wind in our sails and, and, and I think it was the best thing for workers. And it was a good thing. It was a lot of work doing that though, wasn't there, to uh, amalgamate and getting it all together. But as you said, look, I, I consider it just like the old days. It's like with the BLs all back together and, and, and everyone's sort of back in, in, in one gang and I think it's the best thing that's ever happened, but it's a long, hard road. Well, it's all the unions, really. I mean, you know, yeah. um, I think it's a, a union. If you look through now, um, you've got people that are carpenters, builders, labourers, painters, scaffolders, riggers. So after drivers, after so. you worked for the builder, what, so you, you became an official or you were a shop steward, obviously, first? I was um, barely a shop steward, mate. <laughs> barely. Yeah. Um, I was pretty, pretty inexperienced when I became elected as an organiser in 88. Um, I think they... Um, I was, I was talked into it against my uh, against. Uh, Who talked you into it? Uh, actually, probably Ray Collins, oh, the yeah. old bloke, uh, yeah, yeah. the old the old uh, secretary, Basker um, Weaver. He was well, no, Ray. Ray was an was an amazing bloke. You know, if you knew him, no, um, yeah, BWIU, yeah, BWIU. He's a carpenter. <laughs> Uh, but Ray, Ray was one of those blokes. He'd been up in New Guinea in the army, um, done it hard. You know, there were many of the officials when we started Longy that were, you know. Um, that were, were veterans of the Second World War and that had Normie, come back. Normie Wallace. Norm Wallace was in Z Force. Of course, Marco Masterson yeah, was a rat of Tobruk and so many others. But they came back and they weren't the people that were glorifying the war. They were the people that had fought the war and been through the Depression and they were fierce trade unionists who really built, all of those people built a great platform uh, for members for the future. They knew yeah. how to struggle, that's for sure, didn't they? And, and they were afraid of nothing. Yeah. You know, because um, having been through um, a war, a real war, 
um, everything else, I think, piled into its significance, you know, for them. So, it makes so, puts everything in perspective, doesn't so it? So, yeah. you were one of the shop steward long, but, but you, you became a, an official, yeah? Yeah, I got, um, I got sent to the western suburbs of Melbourne. I found out afterwards I thought I lived there at the time, but I was living in Richmond. <laughs> um, and I uh, didn't know it, the area that well. I had to drive around with the Melways in one hand, and uh, there were no mobile phones, you know, nah. pages only. Did you have a radio, a, a two-way radio? No, no, the, the BLs. Had, we, we had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, you'd have to you'd have to try and find a phone. Um, you'd try and call in a building site and grab grab the the, the boss's phone and, and commandeer it and yeah. use it to make your calls. And it was back in the office at the end of every day. And you might have it's a lot of work if you remember around late eighties. It was a boom, and you might have thirty calls to return at the end of the day. You know. Yeah. So you're an official for how long? Oh, well, from 88 till, um, till well, I'm going 31st of March uh, next year officially. So, well, uh, I mean, but I mean official before you came, became the national... Oh, an sec- organiser. No, uh, no, no, before you become the national secretary of the, of the uh, CFMEU. Uh, well, I was an organiser up till uh, uh, 2004 from 88, so about 16 years, is it? Is that right? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so it's just a did a few different areas, you know. So I'm just trying to make the point. Point uh, anyone in, in the unions, it's not about who's been the university longest or who's got the biggest stack of books or who wants to fucking go here. It's about people that start from the bottom and work their way up and, and know the grassroots and fair thinking about trade unions. You've never wanted to be a politician or anything. You've stuck with a union for your whole life. And you're going to retire a staunch union bloke. So that's just a lesson for people out there who, who, who might, might want to go down that path. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I loved working in the industry. I wasn't dead set on becoming an official yeah, uh, when, when I started. I loved working in the industry. I loved the characters. And, and that you met people from every country. You met so many interesting people. You're working outside different places. Who, was the, well who was the biggest character you met down in Victoria in the construction industry? Oh, That's um, a hard one, I know. <laughs> well. Because <laughs> the old know. days, there was plenty of them. Um, are union officials or on the job? Oh, anyone, anyone. Oh, there were some wonderful people on the job. I remember working down at, you know, uh, the Como job was just full of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Davey Baker on the cranes down yeah, there. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Mickey Finn was a great character. Yeah. Uh, another another fellow who, you know, sadly we lost recently. Passed away, uh, yeah. Passed away recently. He was, a, he was a, a tough character in his own way, Mick, but very considerate. And he used to... Hard um, goal. He, he, would, he would take young workers and explain things to you. Never looked down on you, and he teach you a lot of things about safety, about how to work well. He passed his skills on, um, but there were many characters down there, and some of them not so good as well. <laughs> not so good. Well, yeah, you'll have a bit of both, bit of salt and pepper, yeah. yeah. So, so you, you look, so, and you've had to deal. And I must admit that the job you've had, I mean, we're all, all, always having a shot at you and all that, but I think a lot of times tongue in cheek because it's not a, not an easy job you've had to do keeping all the secretaries of the of the un, of the unions all over Australia happy. And if you can ever do that, you, you'll you'll get a Nobel Peace Prize. But um, but I think you've done a pretty good job, and you've been very good representing unions with in the press when they're all around you, you know, throwing questions throwing questions at you. So so I mean. What, along the road there, I mean, you know, you, 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 what are your highlights? What are your lowlights? You know, I mean, you know, you, what what have you achieved? What, what do you think you've, you, you know, what have you left behind, you know, for the unions? You know, uh, you know. Well, I think it's what the unions achieved. I've achieved nothing on my own. Everything no, no, I've, but I mean. You, you, everything we've achieved has been a collective. But I, I, I look back and, as I said, Super was already here when I started, but I think we've improved it a lot. And um, uh, I think we can improve it a lot more. Um 
I think, um, obviously, uh, I was part of the campaign, you know, along with a lot of other people. I was still on the job when we fought for uh, redundancy in Incolink and the Green Book. That was a fantastic thing. I think the 36-hour week in Victoria, we went, oh. we swam against the tide. Everyone you know, was against it, including some of was including it. some of our own. <laughs> yeah, people didn't think it was achievable and, and it was the wrong time. It was always the wrong time to get shorter hours. But not only did we get the extra RDI, we also started to put some uh, boundaries around... Um, the hours of work because, you know, that, that boom in the late 80s, people were working 70, 80 hours a week sometimes and it is not safe. Um, it's terrible for families and I think the fact that we actually uh, put an upper cap on overtime was important and the workers welcomed it. A lot of people thought workers would hate it. Nah, yeah. Workers welcomed it. Aside from that, I think um, this is more of a defensive thing, Longy, and I'd rather be on the front foot than talk about defence, but we need to acknowledge that when the um, when when the government when the Howard government established the ABCC and of course you know Peter Reith uh, died the other day and of course you know that he was his attack was mainly on the MUA, MUA yeah. but the other the, the CFMEU was right in their targets and there is no doubt that they thought that the ABCC and the Royal Commissions they called would reduce us to uh, a weak union. They wanted to do what Sat Thatcher did to the British Miners Union and take the union into um, uh, a union that couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't stand up for its members anymore. And here we are, um, 18 years later, 18 years after Terry Cole and the other Stooge Hayden, um, oh. and the union is still a strong, effective union, stands up for its members. Um, the fact that the Finn Review and the Murdoch Press and, and what we call Nine Entertainment now, Costello's Media, the old Fairfax... Uh, attack us all the time. I actually take it as a badge of honour for <laughs> our union. Um, we've know. got more members than we ever had. Yeah, well, we've got good membership, but also I think the members understand that, um, that you know, look, we're not perfect, right? Our union makes mistakes. Um, but I've said it a lot of times when it comes to the rights and safety and wages for construction workers, we're the only ones in there trying. Or Other construction unions too, but we're the ones that are in there trying. Now, just briefly, we've, we've appointed the new... Um, uh, Australian-wide Secretary of the Union, and uh, you can announce his name and where he comes from and just briefly give us a bit of a... Yeah, sure. When um, the last uh, election for National Secretary came, I um, indicated to the branches that I thought we needed to transition to a new leader um, over the time, and, and so this is a, a, a process I initiated, so just to make it clear, because everyone always says, you know, we are pushed or did you Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's not a question of that. I thought it's time, 16, 18 years in this job, uh, you need to get some new blood in. And we we talked to a number of people around the place. Not a lot of people wanted to jump up into this job because of the travel and the constraints. But um, uh, Zach Smith is the uh, secretary of our ACT branch and he hasn't had that position for long. But he's been an organiser most of his adult life. Um, he's worked in some hard organising areas, not just on the big jobs. Uh, he's, he's a smart guy. He's a strategist. He's articulate. And he's in his mid-30s. And um, I think uh, the fact that he's committed to this job, to do this job, and he has the unanimous support of the branches is a really good thing. It's a good start. Yeah. yeah. And um, Normally uh, it's a shit fight before we get him in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, look, I mean, you know, sometimes you've got to have democratic processes in the yeah, union. Yep. But I think when you do agree on a strong candidate, and he'll, be a, he'll, he'll stand for election, you know, he'll fill a casual vacancy when I go next year, early next year. Uh, but uh, he'll stand. He'll 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 face election like all of us. He's already elected to the national conference, 
and um, I'm really happy that Zach's doing it. Uh, we're already in, tra- in, in tra- you know, we're already doing the stuff together. We're doing meetings together, and, and he's going to be terrific for the union, in my view. All right, well, that's a fantastic report, Dave, and uh, behalf of the Concrete Gang, on you, we'd, we'd like to thank you for always making yourself welcome. Uh, available to come and talk on the show and we appreciate that because the listeners out there you know, want to know what's going on and the stuff at your level, me and the old camper, we're a bit below that aren't we mate we're oh, just, we're just, but we're anyway it's, gr- it's great to have you come on but we're going to cut to a track and we're going to a couple more issues to talk to Dave about before we um, before we handball him off but uh, what are we going with Campo? We're going with the doors mate Well I've been down so
so long. There the it doors. was, the doors. And we're just having a chat then while that was playing. And uh, one thing we think uh, Leo, be happy, or the fam- Leo and the family be happy about is at least he outlived bloody um, Ruth, that rat. We ran the, ran the blue down the, down the docks and all that. But anyway. All right. Now, we're going to move on. Dave, we'd like to talk about the new IR legislation. We're out, we haven't got a lot of time, but you can put a short, brief uh, um, coverage on that, mate. Yeah, well, that, that bill's passed the uh, the House of Reps, the lower house, and uh, goes on to the Senate. Um, big business is in a, a massive campaign against it. Um, of course, you've got the employer groups. So they t- talk as if they're the employers, but we know that the master builders really represent big property developers and big contractors. A lot of the small uh, subbies don't uh, really support the MBA because they they're, they're support them being screwed by bad security of payments laws. But anyway, they're, they're dead set against it. Um, the, uh, the the gas companies, uh, uh, Mr uh, Mr Knott from the Mines and Metals Association, he says um, they're going to spend $20 million campaigning against the bill and he says they've got 800-pound gorillas, corporate gorillas on board, not... Not, not silverbacks, not, not silverbacks, not not concrete gang gorillas, <laughs> corporate gorillas, and um, and uh, they're not gorillas. I mean, the gorillas have got better manners than those people. I'll put our gorilla up against them any day. Yeah. <laughs> so you got you got these companies. They're the same ones that are jacking energy prices up, uh, taking advantage of the war in uh, Europe to oh. put their energy prices up seven hundred percent, and they don't want to give people a pay rise. How, how would you, you know? This is this is what's going on. From our point of view, the bill uh, is not perfect. Uh, they've excluded certain uh, things from the bill that we think should be in. We're concerned about some of the bargaining and arbitration measures in there. But there's a very important thing that every construction work- worker could think should think about, and that is that this is a bill uh, that fulfils the ALP's campaign promise, their commitment and their mandate to abolish the ABCC. So the NBA um, head was on radio the other day and she was whinging about the bill and carrying on. And, and, and uh, uh, Patricia Carvellis on Radio National said to her, the government has got a mandate to abolish the ABCC, haven't they? They took it to the election. And she had to admit that the government's got a mandate. But she wants the government to break their promise. So that's, that's really the, the greed of the big property developers uh, on display there. They don't care what the Australian people say. They just want to uh, maintain anti-union laws. And so we hope the bill passes the especially, Senate. Especially when you see the report about from the ABCC about how bought their inspectors say it borderlines harassment, what they do to the builders. Like. Yeah, our Campo, what, what Campo's talking about, there was a thing in the paper we saw yesterday. They did an internal survey yeah. of ABCC inspectors, um, most of whom got the sack because they couldn't get jobs as dog catchers. But anyway, um, um, but... You know, they say Hang themselves... On, my mate's a dog catcher. He's a pretty cluey bloke. Well, I hope he lets the dogs go. Um, <laughs> but um, they say that the uh, it's a secret report and the ABCC's trying to suppress it. They threaten the Murdoch... Uh, sorry, the the, aged, uh, the Sydney Morning Herald journalist with, with jail if he if he puts the report out. Uh, poor old as, they, as they do. It's a bloke, Aberdeen Angus. Uh, and, and they say that morale's terrible. No one trusts each other. And that the way they treat employers is borderline harassment. No wonder Scott McBurney, the failed um, umpire, Wayne Weinkoffer in the business class, oh, is um, no wonder 
uh, he is trying to suppress that report and keep it secret. <laughs> I mean, what a shameful, what a shameful thing. Taxpayers' money and he keeping it secret. All right, listen, mate, um, it's been great to have you on today and uh, we could talk for hours and we will be bringing you back because we've got a few other issues. We've got the election coming up, a few other things we want you to talk about, but we're running out of time today. So before we go, we've got to shit count a few builders and scallywags. We've got to get, get that on board, don't we, Camp? Yeah, mate, mate, you're in the chair, brother. Ray and Dong, um, the gang bosses who are supplying plasterers at lower rates to all the employers, and some of the big employers, we know you've got them. We're going through it. So we're back on the plaster campaign, Ray and Dom. Well, let's go for it. I hear they don't pay super. They don't pay nothing. They're paying under the table, ABN, the whole lot. Rotten their work gang is. bosses. Gang, gang bosses. bosses. That's right. the other thing. The gang bosses are back. We, we try cleaning that up, but they're back. They're recruiting. They're, they're doing all sorts of shit things. The gang bosses will be camped in a, in a coffee shop near the job. Uh, manipulating the, the, the Chinese brothers and sisters, making millions and, and ripping them off. So make sure you're all over that. Just so on a gang boss, so you know what it is, it's a bloke who supplies labour to the like, plaster industry and all that. Mm. He has no EBA, just doing a backdoor. Quick one from you, Dave, Master Builders. Oh, yeah, I was thinking Master Builders, but I, I actually reckon it should be uh, McBurney, you know, for, for no, his no, board, borderline harassment. We haven't gone through all of them yet. Arc 3. Arc 3, telling, using the coarse language and telling union officials they should get off the job and be an harassment. Kelly uh, Former. Kerry for oh. We don't know what it is, but it starts with K. Yeah, <laughs> whinging about being up there. More Suki Lala, mate. They're whinging about Facebook. So, And we've also got Shaped in there, uh, EBA company, but doing anything but EBA, yeah. so we're on to them. Bad Shape is what I hear. Very and, good, and Dimacy, Dave. Very good. Dimacy concreting out of Geelong. He was bragging about how he went to South Africa and shot the big three. So that oh, means what about that? Elephants. Shot elephants. Yeah, no, elephants. No, 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 no. Hey, I got the text last night. I said, you got... I mean, who would do... What uh, What sporting thing is going to shoot an elephant? Even I, I reckon I could do that. I hope you never shot a gorilla. No, no, no. You wouldn't get a silverback, mate. No. Right over Sookies. We've got um, oh, the non EBA companies are sooking out because they're missing yeah. out on jobs by 20,000. Please get on, get on board or shut the fuck up. Get here. All right, so who's winning Scallywag? Oh, mate, obviously, the I reckon the ABCC, but it's hard to go past a line shooter or a, you know, an elephant Jesus, killer. What about that? Yeah. The master builders, geez, they're pretty ordinary. What's the name? At the Master Builders? Uh, uh, Danita Warren is the uh, CEO. Danita Warren, all right. All right, well, who are we going with? Let's go. I'm going with the Master Builders. Oh, I'd vote for the ABCC, mate. Borderline and you, harassment. And you yeah. vote for that. All right. Oh, well, mate, I'll go with the ABCC. Right, ABCC. It yeah. is borderline is harassment. on your campaign. They have done so much. It's, yeah, the and we've only got one Sookie. We've done the numbers. You yeah, have. Campaign, you have. Yeah. You've got me. Yeah, yeah. So, and the Sookie Lala, we've only got one, and that's the uh, non-EBA companies. Sookie about the EBA companies. will draw, draw up or shut up. Simple as that. Yeah. So, look, Dave, thanks very much, and, and uh, we'll have you back, but all the best for your future, and you've been done a great job for the unions, and we're, we're very proud to call you a concrete gang mate, all right? Good on you, Gorilla. All great right. You. Good on you, Campo. And thanks we'll go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle? Dare to win. And if you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. And it's good morning from the concrete gang, Campo. And what are we going out with, Dave? He picked the song. What are we going out with, Dave? I think we're going out with the Dropkick Murphy's Rose Tattoo. That's what I heard. Is 
just tell the story This life had many shades I'd wake up every morning And before I'd start each day I'd take a drag from last night's cigarette That smoldered in its tray Down a little something Then be on my way I traveled far and wide Laid its head in many ports I was guided by a compass I saw beauty to the north I drew the tales of many lives And wore the faces of my own I had these memories all around me So I wouldn't be alone Some may be from showing up Others are from growing up Sometimes I was so messed up And didn't have a clue
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.